0: hello friends welcome to another episode of hybrid unlimited this is episode number 10 and today we are lucky enough to have three awesome people we have sebastian oreb aka australian strength coach and we have the girls from base body babes felicia and denny and they're traveling all the way to australia from australia to just for this podcast and then
1: they're going imagine back.
0: that they came all the way here just for this podcast and they're, they're going back right after. They don't care to see anything in Miami. <laughs> no, just kidding. They're here for a couple of weeks. But anyway, today we talk a lo- about a lot of different things. We're going to talk about uh, how they got started in the fitness industry. Sebastian has been one of the pioneers of... Online training and in personal training and strength training and, and pretty much getting the word out there for to get more people involved in strength training. He's been doing it for about 17 years. And Felicia and Dini has been, have been doing it for about what? Well, the last seven. The last seven years. Or more.
1: For those listeners that don't know, uh, Bass, Sebastian, is Thor's uh, strength coach. So we're going to dive into that. Talk about uh,
0: what it takes to train the world's strongest man. And talk, up, talk about his training program, about his mindset, about his competitions, some upcoming plans that he has uh, how coming How he became up.
1: his coach. That's an interesting story, too. Yeah, that was an
0: interesting story. And anyway, and a, and a lot of other interesting things that we hope to touch on. Also, this podcast is brought to you by...
1: Go Strong Equipment. These are the best guys in the game. We don't even have to write a script for our advertisements for Ghost Strong because we legitimately use all of their stuff.
0: Yeah. Our they, entire uh, gym is outfitted by Go Strong.
1: Yeah. They're awesome. They'll make, they can brand it 100% with all of your uh, logos, your colors. They'll make you whatever you want. So definitely check those guys out uh, after you listen to the podcast.
0: Yep. Hope you guys enjoy.
2: In three, two, one.
0: Are we done? Are we on? Are we done? <laughs> We're finished. <laughs> we are and done. it's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks for
2: listening to Hybrid
1: Unlimited.
0: <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. This is episode number... Nine. Nine? No, no I heard ten. nine last oh, ten. time.
1: Wow, I was wrong this time. Ten, ten. lucky
0: number ten. His yeah. birthday's 10th of the 10th, we like ten. Episode I'm number ten. ten. <laughs> and today we have the pleasure of having... Sebastian Oreb, Felicia Oreb. I actually don't know your last name, but I keep calling him Oreb. It's, it's J. just J.
1: J. It's just J.
3: Diana Johnson. Johnson. But uh, look. That's yeah. the whitest
1: last name. Yeah,
3: well, or real?
4: the blackest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right?
4: Or you yeah, be. Either way. Felicia Denny J. wasn't a, a yeah, Johnson. You have, you have but to explain yes. yourself. Why it was is, why, is it, why is a Greek person named Johnson?
3: So our name is actually Janakopoulos, which is a Janakopoulos. Yeah, but okay. uh, like when that. our parents <laughs> came here, they needed an. An Aussie name, so they've changed it to Johnson, which is the son of John.
4: So Yanni is John Pulos is son of.
3: Kind
5: of. So Yanakopolos.
4: Kind of. What does Pulos mean?
3: We really should check this.
5: Pulos means son of. Anyway, Dinny J it is. Dinny Jay. I like I really like that
0: story. I really like that story.
4: Great Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for having us,
3: guys.
2: So exciting. So, so exciting. So are you guys British with his accent that you guys we have? We are
3: Australian,
5: mate. Uh, we have so
4: to you guys It sounds the same. To us, it's very different. <laughs> no, but Alex we're, we're thinks he's,
5: Alex thinks he's Australian slash British, but he sounds like the Queen.
4: <laughs> when he when he does his Australian accent, can you please give me an Australian well, here's accent?
2: Here's the thing. I used to be really good at it when a kid when I was a kid when I used to watch Crocodile it. Dundee.
4: Oh, <laughs> he loves Steve no, Irwin. no one in Australia speaks like crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Or I Steve do. Irwin.
2: I do. Down under. <laughs> <laughs> no? You guys uh, don't like the Outback? No? Yes, oh, we, live, okay. in yeah, we well. live in the Outback. We do not <laughs> live, live in the Outback. No, we don't.
3: We live in the city.
5: We live in Sydney. <laughs> Sydney, Australia, and it's really,
0: really a city. It's like, actually it's quite
3: like Miami.
5: It's quite similar. Yeah, it's I hear that similar. you
0: guys claim that you have the best coffee. Well, um, I don't drink
3: coffee, so I can't. I'm like anything. the biggest coffee snob
1: and
0: in
3: the whole of Sydney. Okay, and Look, they, they claim that Melbourne has better coffee than Sydney, but I'm going to say that Sydney I'm Tops inclined Melbourne. to agree
1: with you. Honestly, yeah. we got hyped up everyone. As soon as we made any sort of post that we were going to Australia, they're like, you got to try Melbourne coffee. It's yeah, the right. best. And then we tried it and it- What was of- your favorite it in sucked. Sydney? It, it sort sucked. of tasted sour. Oh.
3: In Melbourne?
1: I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say I it's
3: like a little bit, you know, you know when they're like really, really hipster, like when someone's really hipster and uh-huh. they like take it this, that notch too far. <laughs> Melbourne's a bit like <laughs> <That's> that. <Melbourne. laughs> yeah. So it's like kind of borderline acidic, not the greatest. Sour. Sour? Yeah. It's a really old like, description. Like old That's milk. But I'll take it, So
6: Oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> I like Sydney coffee, though. Where did wow, you, go? you go? What was
3: your fave?
1: Uh, As if he's going a, to remember? Know, that spot, we went there like every day. It was right down from your gym. It was a breakfast. Oh, I uh, can't even really remember
5: what they that had was. They coffee. Okay. Oh,
4: on Blue Street.
5: Oh, yeah. Okay. It was probably was a campus. Anyway, Nonetheless. Th-
4: that, that area is no longer for us. We've Yeah, left. we're out of North we're Sydney. We're on the other side of the bridge now. So when you guys came to Sydney, that was at North Sydney based, gym. Now we've moved about 20 minutes down the road in a much better location. We can't wait to have you guys there. It's a lot better than what it was in North Sydney. I'm so excited. it's the other yeah. side
2: of the city, but it's only 20 minutes away? Yeah. yeah so so, so yeah. it's pretty easy to get from one side of the city to the next? Here's yeah, the, minus here's the traffic.
4: The Har- here's the Harbour Bridge. There's the city. One minute this way is North Sydney okay so we were one minute away from the city but now (laughs) now we're kind of over here Uh, so it's 20 minutes away from why the move well we got kicked out essentially the building was sold so Uh, when when we signed our lease initially at our first gym based gym north sydney it was a five-year lease and they didn't give us the option to extend because they sold it to a new owner and they didn't know what they were going to do with it and then five years later they said we're going to knock it down and you guys need to go Every, everyone needs to go. That was that was a cool location, actually. It I was thought. a really it was cool location. It was.
1: I I like years back, way before we'd ever met, I stumbled onto your page because you kept coming up on the explore page, and I always thought it was such a cool mm. thing with, with the, the with the glass up yeah. top, and people. Whenever someone was going for a big lift, people would be peering down. Yeah, into I
0: had it two people fun. recognize me from up top. Remember oh, that you? creepy man? I that remember came, that yeah, <laughs> that creepy person that kept that coming down.
4: That was odd. Ugh. It was an old guy just looking at you, and he's like that. It's Steffi, that know who Steffi is. And I'm like, he doesn't know who Steffi is. But He did know who Steffi was. That's not his demographic, No, he was. but it was.
5: He was actually a really nice guy. Let's, he was actually really sweet. And he yeah, just don't, was call, a
4: f- don't call him a pervert. He was oh. a good- yeah, I did
6: say pervert.
5: He was just-
2: <laughs> He's listening right now. He's coming oh, to yeah. the no, new base gym. he bass bass was actually <laughs> really
5: sweet. And he just was a fan. Like most people of yours, <laughs> we're fangirls of you. No,
6: that's
4: that's we're funny. fans. I'm
0: fans of you. Thanks. Thanks. I'm excited to have you guys on the podcast. Thank you. There's We're a really lot, excited to be here. We really talk. A, there's a lot, a lot of things that I want to, I want to touch on.
1: <laughs> I almost I'm, wanted I'm, to do two separate ones because they both have so much to, yeah, to share, to
0: talk about. Yeah. There's
1: so many topics. I want to talk about your, your... I'm
0: interested up to talk about business, both of you guys, how you develop them. I'm interested up. I'm interested in talking about training the world's strongest men, what goes into that and all the other high level athletes that you train.
1: Uh, Also, Base Body Babes, which is Denny and Felicia, that's been around forever. Like you guys were like pre-Instagram explosion. So I (laughs) think that's something cool that I want to talk about also.
5: Yeah. yeah, I
6: think.
4: Where do we start? I know. Where do we start? How did you start? Well, I started many years before Base Body Babes, and I'd go as far as to say that kind of kicked me off because I didn't have what it took to, to explode on social media. Uh, like a lot of people that are quite successful, there's a lot of smart people around, a lot of smart coaches, a lot of strong people that don't have big profiles.
0: What do you think is required to to explode in social media? Chicks. <laughs> Did you de- say tits? No, no wow. t- <laughs> chicks.
4: <but laughs> I think he was just saying it in a <laughs> no, diplomatic way. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, to be to be honest, to be blunt about you it. You have pretty yeah. nice tits. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, but but they're very different shape and size to, to girls' tits. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and, and a lot uh, larger audience would be attracted to the girls' tits and booties and okay. looks. Actually. But hold
3: on. Before you say that, I think when we first started our Instagram page, it definitely wasn't based on that because we started it. It, it, never,
4: so- it never has been, but you can't admit you can't deny that you girls don't look fantastic, and a lot of people are drawn to both of you girls by the way that you look. Like you can't deny that.
3: Thank if, you for the compliment. But but Sebastian. that's
4: how that's how it is. That's the reality of it, and that's what I kind of say. I I bring the buff head factor, and these girls bring the cool factor. So I so, think
5: you're so cool.
4: Well, I am now. <laughs> I am now. But before it was like. It's just another strong guy. It's just another guy that lifts weights. Who, who really cares?
5: Okay. But let's paint a picture of how we all started. So Sebastian well, how I...
2: How did you, did you do personal training before the online yes. business? Or I, how I, did, you get, when did personal, you get in the industry?
4: I've been in the industry for 17 years. Wow. So I've been personally trained. Like I, I'm not a personal trainer anymore, but when I started, I was a PT and that was my interim job. Actually, I, I was told by people there's no money in that industry. And it's like, Damn what am I going to do? You got to get into the building industry, that's where the money is. So so my first job was actually in the building industry as a facilities manager and I was made redundant from that job and in the interim I started studying all of the necessary courses to become a personal trainer just as a, as a side hustle until I found my real job in the personal training. Uh, sorry, in the building industry, which is where the money was gonna be. So so technically this building is is an like, architecture. Whatever, I don't even know or so care right now. like build right a now. house, sure. development.
3: Like
5: build a house. <laughs>
4: Anything building. To make mm-hmm. money, sure. Property, yeah. commercial, residential, whatever it was. I, I was not good at that, luckily, because I was made redundant from my first job. And, and like I said, this is my internship job. I'm still trying to find my real job.
5: He's right. not real. We love this job. Was, that was
4: 17 years later. God, but we knows. were
5: together at the point at that time. So we've been together for like, this is our 18th year, husband and wife. My sister, people get this very confused. They're like, <laughs> how does this three, I don't even want to <laughs> say the word, work? But Sebastian and I have been together since I was like 17.
3: Um, which made me like, Fifteen. I was 16. 19. Come on, yeah. we're only 15 months True. You try
5: and act like you're so much younger. <laughs> oh <my God.
3: laughs>
5: yeah. So, Dini and I used to train with Sebastian. So, we've been training with him in the gym for years. I guess when I met Bass, I love telling this story. He was 60 kilos when I met him.
4: 63.
5: 63. All right. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, I was like just this. 50 kilo chick and he was 10 kilos heavier than me. So she was he the was same
4: size as what she is now. now and and I was I looked smaller because I was taller but skinnier. He was Great.
5: tiny and then we went to the beach one day you would probably tell this story a little were bit. Were you better. food deprived or something? No, <laughs>
4: he was by just, <laughs> choice. I, I just, just wasn't hungry. He was I was just, a just kid. I just didn't even think about that stuff and she until I met this hot chick. And you were
2: 18, 18, 19? 19? <laughs> he, he was to- and, uh, yeah. and our
4: first 19 our first date was I turned 20. Just, we, we were together, yep. and uh, my first date with her was on the beach, and I didn't want to take my t-shirt off. It was
5: embarrassed, and <laughs>
4: and she kind of said, and I was embarrassed. And she said to me, "Why don't you start training weights?" She was trying to be nice about it. Why don't you start? <laughs> I, I kind of like want my guy to, to have a little bit more muscle. It's like, <laughs>
5: <laughs> so superficial. So
4: I became a fanatic. We actually I, started training together. I wanted together. to impress. It, I wanted to impress this chick. And and actually, my brother had a, a gym set up at, uh, in his room, and I started trying. to say, "Cameron, I need you man." That's my brother's name. Um, and we started training every day together, and I became a fanatic. And literally in the first year, I put on 80 kilo, uh, twenty kilograms. So I got he, up to. Did
2: you do any sports or anything before?
5: He was a really great sports person. Yeah, I, I, are you? So- he's like always been athletic. At so-
4: soccer. I was great at soccer at school, um, and a lot of martial arts. Sure. Um, that didn't need me to be big.
2: Yeah, because I didn't start training till I was nineteen either, and I weighed like. 78 kilos or something like that. You were a skinny guy now too. 120, you know. Yeah, well, so yeah. I say that first year you put on like 20 kilos, you're eating everything. Newbie training, yeah. newbie games. Yeah.
4: And you're eating everything and you don't get fat. Right. Yeah, you just you just build and build and build. Mm-hmm. And then she liked you then at that point. Then
2: she, she no, liked no, I, I then. Liked him. Oh wow.
4: <laughs> yeah, she actually did <laughs> like me before then. This is real, you know. Yeah. And, and um and, and that I became a fanatic. So a lot of this is just to impress this chick, really. Right. And then
5: we started training, and then Dinny was already training. Dinny
4: was always training. You were yeah. always into. You you had personal trainers. I remember Tiger was your PT. Yeah,
3: yeah. So but she liked training. And
4: you competed in the IPF for a while, didn't you?
3: I didn't compete. You Although did? no, oh, I didn't. I had it mixed up. I um I trained up to compete, and then decided
1: not to. Against it wasn't it. for you. Yes,
3: yeah. So anyway, nonetheless. Bass became my coach, so we, we were training together. Dinny and I were not in the industry at this no. point and Bass had
5: just studied to become a personal trainer, so he became a personal trainer and was training us. I actually studied um, interior design, so I've got a design background, a degree in design, and Dinny had a degree in early childhood education. And then we fell pregnant. I fell pregnant. I had the baby. He helped me. <laughs> and then from there, after that, Dinah had studied to become a personal trainer. Yeah, and then once done. we had Tianan Were you
2: powerlifting at this point or was it just a general uh, uh, training, general fitness? The first book that fitness. I ever
4: read was the Arnold Schwarzenegger Encyclopedia. So that's how I was training, uh, to look good, to impress this girl. Yeah. and. Um, yeah, that was it. it was all about aesthetics. Uh, nothing to do with He so, started
5: working uh, in a really commercial gym
3: called Fitness First. Do you have Fitness First here? No,
1: it's kinda no, like your
4: no. good
3: life. Oh hold on, the good life is
4: been
3: here. Yeah, LA Fitness. LA Fitness, so something like that. Yeah, yeah. Really commercial gym. And then he got kicked stre- out. I, I didn't know strength
4: <laughs> I, I didn't know strength training was a thing. Sure. You train weights to build muscle or you do cardio to lose weight. That's all I knew back then.
2: When I started that's how it was as well. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah. Right. And, and that's all it was to impress these girls and, and continue he your not story. You. Just me. <laughs> I didn't want to impress Denny. <laughs> not like that. Not um, like so yeah,
5: Sebastian was working at this commercial gym just being a personal trainer doing like 40 hours a week like ridiculous hours as most personal trainers do and I was having a baby and then I had Tiani and then about a year after having her I got back into shape I was training with Bass and Dinah was teaching Tiani at her childcare center because she was working in the childcare industry and we would kind of walk in and I was
3: probably in the best shape I've ever been in post-pregnancy and post-birth. then all the mums would walk in and be like I want to look like your sister. Like both of them. They, like you they, they both too.
4: were training fanatics. They both looked great.
3: Anyway, so <laughs> they all wanted to look like Felicia. <laughs> but we started. We decided to start an outdoor boot camp. So across the street from the the childcare center that I was working at, we decided to gather all the mums together, and we did this little outdoor boot camp which we called super mums in training yes
5: and i studied at that time to become a personal trainer as well and we developed the business so initially it started as super mums in training this was back in 2013 so we're going on to year seven for us yeah and then
3: the um, base body babes we realized that everybody wanted all all, all the mum not non-mums i should say wanted to train with us as so well. we changed so it we to Fit
5: chicks in training yes and then from there someone tried to sue us because they already had that name a guy
4: who was a fat guy
5: yeah,
4: <laughs> had, had a business name called fit chicks international yeah that's and right and threatened to sue them because so then same name. base body bags was oh. born so
5: we've been around for about seven years we um are both personal trainers sorry sebastian and we're so in as gyms the, in as, sydney
4: as this was happening they'd opened a, an instagram account and it had gone viral they mm. did a few like cute videos i will use that word it wasn't mm. like nothing hugely impressive it wasn't heavy lifts or anything they'd squat chin-ups uh, and they looked amazing and they'd do cute dances we called and- it
5: the fit chip fit chick shuffle. The fit, the fit chick, chick shuffle. You <laughs> did
4: a nice. dance. And, 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 and You'd and that, be
5: really good at it, Stephanie.
4: <laughs> and for, for those who know, those who got into Instagram when it kind of was booming, uh, it was very easy to go viral at that point. And these girls were growing like at one stage, they grew like 100,000 overnight.
5: Yeah. No, I think it was 40,000 one night. But yeah, it we was were growing it- really quickly.
4: And you guys had like 500,000 followers or something before yeah. that, before anyone th- had that, right?
5: Back yeah. when we started.
4: Yeah, kind yeah, yeah. Of in Australia, anyway, of of all of the big accounts in Australia, Base Body Babes were were very well known. We
5: were definitely one of the first female fitness accounts. And, back and,
4: then. and it was funny. We'd go to like I'd been in the industry for ten years already, and we'd walk to the you know the fitness expos, and and people would come up to me and say, "Can you please take a photo of me with your girls?" <laughs> I like, so I was the, the Instagram husband. It's like no problem. You know, Not I know so my, much I,
5: anymore. We'll get to that point.
4: It's changed, it's l- changed. a little bit. <laughs> A little bit. We're all as cool You're still these that. days. Yeah. You're still,
6: still that.
4: <laughs> right? And it, you know, I was doing that for many years, and it's just like it's what it is. Cool. These girls <laughs> are the cool chicks. Fine. I'm the only one that's been doing this for freaking ever. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
5: But anyway, from there we took our boot camps. No longer did we were we able to facilitate the amount of clients that we had in the park. We didn't want to do those, you know, early mornings anymore. I was a new mum and people just we were opening the gym so we opened base gym we were looking for a space in north sydney we opened that and then we took our business online and now we run all of our businesses online we don't really train many people face-to-face dinah does we have a studio called base body studio where we train females only and then base gym which we run is for men and women, but mainly just for us.
4: <laughs> I, I wouldn't even call it men and women. It's it's, it's not even, it's anyone. not open to the public. It's, yeah, not, it's not for now. anyone. It's for, for no, it's <laughs> it's for it's no, for no one. one. Did it graduate to that or was yes. it first open to the public? Well, did you
2: run group classes at any point when you yes. first opened? You were still personal training at that time. So You didn't have all the Instagram
4: clout, so to speak. No. Well, I did when we opened Base Gym. Okay. So before Base Gym, I had no – Following, no profile. I the, had to beg him did. to
5: get onto Instagram. Literally, I was like, come on, Bass, I think it's really cool. I like taking photos. I've got a design background and I thought it was awesome to be like doing this. And I was like, come on, you can do it's like, what would I post? I don't even know what to post. And
4: I, I thought like, it was really dumb. He
5: thought it was really mm-hmm.
4: dumb. It was. <laughs> and and then anyway. Are you so
2: powerlifting so- at this point now? Yes,
5: yeah. Yes. Yes. When we had Tiani.
4: Not not a very good powerlifter, but yeah. Okay. And um, so so f- from then I, she was I remember she was saying to me are you on 400 followers yet it's like no and she's like yeah it only took me a month to get to 400 i'm like oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um a- anyway but, but even still so when we opened base gym we all had su- like i probably had about 10 or 20,000 followers at that time the girls had 400 to 500,000 followers at that time and we were open to the public we we opened the gym planning on having a members gym and making money off that and our rent bills were a lot more than what my income was at the time so I was like how do we um support this so we had to it was like we had one income at the time which is my personal training and the girls personal training it's like okay we need multiple streams of income so so it's like like to support the bills that we had so we opened a cafe as well um and we started doing online we started doing education it was like damn we need you know our finger in every pie right now so it really taught us it, it, it put us in the deep end big time mm-hmm. uh, but it really taught us a lot about business and how to make money and, um, so, so one way of making money was, was having a member's gym and, uh, the gym that we had, the size that we had, I don't know how you guys say it in feet, but it's 300 square meters. It's not very big. And we could only have like, our capacity was about 60 members and you can't make much money off membership fees with only 60 members. No. So it's like, okay, that's not enough. We need to do other things to, to, to provide income. And we got to a point where it was like, you know what? I've got to be, you know, do the whole customer service thing to all of these people that aren't really giving me that much money. Um, and they're just bending my elico bars and, and ruining my stuff and walking in front of me when I want to train for the competition. And I'm, I'm really- you know precious right? when he
6: trains. I am as well,
4: but I'm the same with all- Like with, So now with, he's the aggressive power lifter. <laughs> i not that aggressive. I have been, but I've-, I've Just when he it threw the belt, lot. he's
5: posted that a million times. <laughs>
4: people quite like hey, that. Yeah, Steffi, Steffi's like done that. it too. You've
5: thrown the belt? Oh yeah,
4: yeah she's really? yeah. Shit. And it <gasps> broke something.
5: Oh, yeah. no. You broke the wrap definitely. roller. Literally the
1: only thing in the entire gym that could possibly have been broken by a bell, <laughs> right? You somehow uh, you got to Smoked it that it on you, it was bullseye. Meant, it was meant to be
5: <laughs> well, yeah. So then from there, we realized opening up this next gym that it wasn't we, we really going. Members. Yeah, it wasn't really going to suit us to have a member based gym. So our business is already online, and it's it's enough to it was, keep us it was, going. It was
4: on, <laughs> on, so now it's it's mainly so we we ditched the cafe. Um, it's basically we have online, uh, we have uh, education. Uh, and that's and, and, and the studio as well. So that's the only face to face. Diana loves the contact with people.
3: Yeah, I love that sense of community. You've got a huge
4: community. We you've, do. you've got your girl gang. You're really gang.
3: friendly. Just, <laughs> let, let's
4: be clear I'm not allowed in that gym. No. Because it's girls only. <laughs>
3: that is right. Yeah, these girls discriminate.
4: Oh, sorry. We, discriminate. we really discriminate. It's yeah, very sexist. <laughs> Chicks only. What if I made a male only gym? <laughs> Yeah, that mm. would be wrong I know. on so many levels. <laughs> I know, right.
3: Yeah. right. So I look, in Sydney Jeez. there are some of them. Actually, there, there are. There are. Yeah. We're not allowed there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we love the, the community of girls that we've got and we want to keep that going. So we made sure we made sure of that. But the gym upstairs, the, the female-only gym is actually not open um, yes. for general population just to come in and out like a commercial membership would be. It's classes only and PT only. So they can't just come whenever they want.
0: How did you decide to or where did the idea of making it girls only come from and how do you feel like that helps women uh, get into strength training? Well, it started
3: because Felicia and I are sisters and we started out obviously started our Instagram page as just her and I. And and because we were working – well, I was a teacher and I was working in the – the childcare industry we had all the mums so the initial phase of our kind of growth came from just the mums
5: and I think for us like training with Sebastian we were really intimidated like most women to step on the gym floor I guess I was like 17 18 wanting to train wanting to get in shape wanting to get fit and strong but had no idea where to start mm. and we were lucky enough to have someone who was starting to kind of study it or knew a little bit about it but at like Bas said she had to um, employ a personal trainer because we didn't know where to start. So I guess when we started Base Body Babes, we really wanted something that was, you know, could give the girls the tools that they need to be able to train themselves and to feel more confident to step onto the gym floor. Now it is obviously more popular and people are becoming more empowered and slowly,
4: slowly. Slowly it's getting
5: there. But back when we started, it was literally you would never see a woman on the weights floor. Like you'd see one or two.
4: I even think like we tried to make it popular to have more chicks on the on the gym floor, mm-hmm. and that was the whole idea of the Best collaboration place. with Australian strength coach with base body babes. I thought, you know, these girls are really going to popularize it for chicks and make them feel welcome in a gym floor with weights with other guys, and and actually that didn't happen the way that we initially. Had hoped. Yeah, there's still so many women that would not pay me sorry sorry they wouldn't train with me if i paid them <laughs> so, so for, for many reasons like one i i am intimidating the whole lifting uh, heavyweight thing it is intimidating for a lot of women and some men as well but there's other religious reasons as well where women can't be in the presence of a male with you know under certain circumstances with their hair out or whatever it is
3: and then there's just chicks dig training with chicks chicks dig training <laughs> with chicks so, so that's
4: something i believe that just won't be changed so so there is a need uh, in the market to have a female-only facility, so base body studio. Wow! I wanted to.
0: We have like four girls in our gym. Oh, yeah, really? Well, they
5: but they're, they're all so badasses. badass. Exactly, yeah. they're so badass. That's and our awesome.
1: weed out, out process.
4: You have to be able to hang with with, with the, the powerlifting dudes if you want <laughs> <have> to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, but I'm, can I can I just say what I saw today? So absolutely. I squatted and then I looked to the side of me and then Steffi's squatting two hundred kilos for three and then is an- that what
5: that was? Yeah, yeah. like it, I have no idea. And then, and then I'm like, what?
4: And then another chick, uh, you know, hold my beer, squats two hundred kilograms for five. It's like, <laughs> what is going on here? That doesn't happen in my gym. Like that's we got amazing. we got some strong chicks uh, in 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 our gym, but, but that's. None squatting 200. We've yeah, two of really the best insane. in the world. And yeah. It's, Literally the best yeah. in the world. I'd never, I, I don't mean to be rude or ignorant with this, uh, with Danielle. Is that her name? Yeah. Danielle. I, I, I'd yeah. never heard of her. It's the like, Danielle I see this chick and it's like, hang on, you just squatted 200. Like two, a couple of days ago, she squatted 220 kilograms amazing. With, with sleeves. Yeah. And I said, yeah, oh, so, amazing. so where does that put you in the world? And <laughs> yeah. she said, yeah. Current, current, I have been number one. I just came really? number two. My oh. last one just by uh, – they drew, yeah. uh, but she lost on Wilkes. It's like, and what? she's the
5: sweetest thing. That's She's amazing. 21. Stop and it. 21 years yeah. old. That's so, amazing. So
4: anyway, back back to you. I just wanted to mm. – yeah, just to But be- no, see, no, there you
5: go. Why wouldn't women want to work out with weights? Like what an achievement. But, that is amazing. But that's, but,
4: but that's intimidating. It yeah,
5: intimidating. It is
0: intimidating. Yeah, like, A lot uh, of people are intimidated by our gym.
5: Yeah, no doubt we have that as well at our gym for yeah. sure, and that's why we opened the studio too because a lot of people wouldn't come for base body babes because they didn't want to be around Australian strength coach or t- the I'll guys at the gym. What, we
0: did a couple of years ago. We did uh, a seminar, women's only seminar with Chrissy Mcagne and Meg Squats, mm-hmm. which they both have huge social media presence. Like Meg has five hundred
1: k in three hundred YouTube
0: three hundred k YouTube subscribers, and Chrissy has about over a million like cumulatively in mm-hmm. all of her accounts. And we only had, like, 60 people show up. Not yeah. yeah. even.
1: It was It was free, wasn't it? it was, less, was it free? Less than 60. It was free. It
0: was free. Yeah. Let's
5: touch. Really? Well, Bass, yeah. I think you explain this best about your seminars and, and your sellout rate for seminars. Well, no, I was going to say. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, go on.
4: Well, there's certain lifts. It, it really depends. So, we talk about things that these girls tell me not to talk about, which is uh, – f- the appearance of a female compared to a male, mm-hmm. so so with mine in particular, various lifts like so. I've broken my seminars down into you know squat day, deadlift day, and, and bench, press. bench press day, and and squat and deadlift is like a 50-50 ratio of men and women, and bench press, it's ninety percent male and yeah, no, and no or no more ninety-five. I get okay, two chicks in the room.
3: What I was going to say was with social media followings and our oh, following yeah. in particular is the split between men and women, so, and so although women- although people might have millions of followers, uh, as we've as got as 600, as 600, as over 600,000 followers, but 78% of them are women. Yeah. That
0: and, might not necessarily be the
4: case. And, 70, yeah. and <laughs> right. 75% of mine are men.
0: Right. Yeah.
4: And, and there's a lot of – what when is I'm, your split?
0: 32% women.
4: 32%. Oh,
1: much so higher percent men. Yeah. So this is
3: what like, I'm yeah. – yeah, my point is that if we were to promote a women's only seminar right now, we've got – our audience is 78% versus – Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. 33%.
0: See, because it is but, but intimidating. But that's not a bad thing. No.
3: Like, we, it's not at all. It's just no, like... No, because you'll, you'll who sell out t- dudes
1: t- seminars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The boys
2: will come. <laughs> well, I mean, any anyone can be intimidating. <laughs> Men can be intimidating too. I remember when I first started training, 19 years old, I weighed less than 80 kilos. I walk into the first gym I'm training at and it was, they had an Olympic weightlifting club and the girls, I couldn't barely squat 80 kilos. Mm-hmm. And there was girls squatting 100, 120 kilos. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, can I just say I'm that- never going to do more than these girls. What's going on? That's crazy, you know? right? So-
5: when we first started, like obviously we developed our brands together and Sebastian was a trainer first and then we started our brand and we wanted to post him. We're proud of him. He's so smart. We love him. It's my husband. And we would post a photo of the three of us and, and then we'd literally lose all these we would lose followers. followers. <laughs> like people would unfollow us because we're posting him. Like we had a very strong girl power kind of Community. audience. Yeah.
1: Then he
4: and, posts the same photo and gets-
5: And he gets followed. followers. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, the,
4: the ones that um, my most popular posts that I would make had the girls in it. Mm-hmm. So, I'd use the girls to boost my my following.
5: Yeah, but for good reason. Like, you were getting Dinny J. so- Let's just break this one down. He trains my sister, but he won't train me. I don't know about you guys, but you guys train together. <laughs> they kind of, they do.
2: They, yeah. They're one of the few people that I've met that can balance you. Yeah, people. Yeah. I can't, exactly. I can't you coach can my wife. Yeah. no. so there no, you go. So, so Dinny
5: J is super strong and she's been so strong over the years because he she is so fortunate as to have him as her coach, whereas he won't really coach me anymore. And um, yeah, so you were posting a lot of great videos. Don't make me dinner. sound
4: like a bad person. No, I know. It's, it's difficult. Just, you it's know when, for the
5: sake of the marriage. When, when, <laughs> when, a,
4: when yes. a guy tells a girl, uh, corrects her technique, like in her, his wife, she's like, Who are you to tell me what to do? Correct. Like, I'm not telling you Correct. what to do. Really? Why? You guys, <laughs> are, you guys are like the only people that I've met. Yeah, that look, are able I to haven't
0: met very many. Met- Yep. Well, can well, maybe I? Maybe that's say- why it works. Oh, yeah. No, if she coached me. I would yeah, love to coach you.
2: Let me coach you. We me. helped you more first yeah. before you started coaching Can you let me
5: coach you? That'll be like a good easy end. Oh,
2: to no. oh my gosh. <laughs> <that's a> <laughs> like
6: that's didn't coach problem. you the other day. Listen, she coached you. The I other just day. picked she's, his numbers.
5: But she's she, not, she, I'm she's sorry, but you're
2: not the best power lifter in the world.
3: Listen here,
5: Alexander. <laughs> do you know do not I'm I'm give shit
2: of? to my sister. Oh,
1: man. I'm sitting
3: right beside you. <laughs> so
2: the feminist is gonna attack me now.
1: No, but yeah, on, no, honestly, no, no. maybe that's part of it. Is she, she just so undeniably like? Just statistics show how well you know what you're talking about exactly. and how good you are at powerlifting. Or it's like I'd be an asshole not to to
4: listen to what you. Of course, you know that's what I mean. True. So, like, it, it's a funny thing. Like to have to to have someone tell you what to do. You need. they they need to have a quality that you look up to and that's quite hard actually so it's like um men to approach females to to personally train them it it doesn't exist hugely like mm. I'd come to Steffi to train me, mm. but she's got something that I look up to massively. But there's not many other women that would do that. Same not with me. Same with <laughs> same with these chicks. Yeah. Like not many men come to them to, to ask. It's the, funny. Oh,
3: we don't actually, want when we started, I had a few male PG clients and Bass was always like, I don't understand why they want I to do train. You but you were I strong. Am. Well, you were stronger <laughs> than <laughs> Oh yeah. Because you're hot. That's right. No,
0: but actually come she was stronger
5: on. than most, a, l- most of most of the male PG. Dinah yeah. was stronger than her male clients when she was she training was. them so they obviously did look up to you and sure. if you this little 50 kilo chick can be lifting double was it almost triple. triple body weight and they wanted to do that like why wouldn't they come to you to train I but guess. we don't want men anymore
6: no you go to him girls <laughs> <You're- laughs> exactly. go to a strength, Sorry, strength <laughs>
4: what, what, when was it that you started gearing towards strength and powerlifting so so interestingly um i the first sport that i played whilst i was training with weights was martial arts brazilian jiu-jitsu and kickboxing and um, i realized that i was never going to really make much money out of martial arts so i thought, you know what, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I want to be successful in my career somehow. And I had a better chance. I was already making money with getting people strong. So because I was a martial artist, I knew a lot of professional martial artists. And I approached them and asked them if I could coach them for their next fights. So my first athletes were actually – Yeah, MMA fighters. That was my first professional athletes. And then from there, I became the guy that was training the pros. There was not many people training professional athletes. Sure. So it's like, okay, cool. Now I've got this reputation as the guy who trains the pros. I've got to be good at my job. How can I be as strong as possible? One way is to quit martial arts. So I quit martial arts and just purely focused on strength work. And in my opinion, still, the best ways to get strong is the simple barbell movements. Squat, bench, press, and deadlift. And it just so happens that there's a sport that involves those three lifts, and that's powerlifting. So I didn't really want to be a powerlifter per se. I just wanted to be strong so that I could coach professional athletes. And that was the best way to do it. So I've offended Steffi before by saying powerlifting is easy. The reason why I say that (laughs) is because – you're using those exercises regardless of whatever sport you play. You don't have to be a powerlifter to squat, bench, press, and deadlift. You just have to want to be strong, and they're amazing tools to be able to achieve that goal. So the more I uh, focused on the goal of getting strong, the better I got at squat, bench, press, deadlift to the point where I became a good powerlifter. So that was
5: 19, nine years ago.
4: It was when my daughter was born. 2010,
5: 2011.
4: It was when my mm-hmm. daughter was born was my first competition. She was a baby. She came to my powerlifting competition. Mm-hmm. That's she was she's born in she's she's ten years old mm-hmm. uh, next month. So so for the first ten years of my weight training career, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger esque training. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, it was training barbell movements to to get strong so that I could teach professional fighters how to be strong. Uh, in the cage or in the in the ring, uh, and then I just became a powerlifter. It was just a progression that I didn't actually mean, but I still believe in those movements now, and that's how I train all of my athletes. So um, a lot of people look at me as a powerlifter and they, they ask me the question, "Do you train, uh, you know, fighters or other sports?" It's like, well, yes. I, most of my athletes are actually from other sports besides powerlifting, a, and and I, I actually use a very similar philosophy to my powerlifting that I would for my my fighters or rugby players, and, and that is you know, use the barbell, the simple barbell movements to get the body strong. And I don't want to go into too much depth with all the rest of my philosophies with achieving structural balance in the whole body. So my powerlifters actually don't really train like powerlifters either. Um, They they train their whole body to be strong. It's kind of about, you know, having no weaknesses and being balanced and having no injuries and moving well. And and you use that body uh, and and you give them to their fighting coach and let them teach them how to fight. You give them to the rugby coach and let them teach them how to play rugby. I don't teach them how to play their sport. I just Mm. get them strong. And injury-free and moving well, mm-hmm. and it's it's the same philosophy for all of my athletes. Yeah. So I could go into depth with that, but
0: no, yeah. And he's been I, powerlifting ever
3: since.
4: But but that's <laughs> we thing. can
0: talk more about that. We it's very we share the same the same philosophy as far as far as the role that strength training plays in athletic development. I, the way I think about it is, uh, strength should always be the backbone backbone of every single training program, because although it people think that it doesn't apply specifically to a sport but the thing is that strength is a general adaptation that then you can utilize in specific tasks you know like you said you get stronger but that's your role is not to make someone a better fighter your role is to make someone stronger so that then they could be have a resilient body that can perform better in their ring right so
4: move well through all range of motion and exactly. be injury free and then let the the skills coach teach them teach them how to perform that skill
0: exactly
4: how did
1: training those guys sort of snowball into training Thor. I know I, I, I wanted to obviously take it here and I don't know if the listeners necessarily know that you are his coach, but you are Thor. I am the The mountain, game of Thrones, Thrones. crazy. You're you're his coach. And it's such an interesting thing because you're not a strong
4: man and he is a strong man. Yeah. So so, so, how did that,
1: how did you guys even meet or talk or how did that all go down?
4: Lucky for me, Thor, for those who have been following, Thor was very just genetically gifted. He's six foot nine, currently weighs about 200 kilograms or 440 pounds. Uh, you know, he's genetically a beast. And he was actually just the best at all of the the kind of the moving events that are typical to strongman. So like atlas stones, his height allowed him to pick up stones to to a higher height a lot easier than the shorter guys. Uh, um, weight over bar, so throwing you know keg toss, throwing it over a bar. His height allows him to get to a greater height. Pulling airplanes and pulling trucks, he's just better than anyone in the world. It, it, in the world, I should say, and his weaknesses were the static movements. So in two thousand and sixteen, so this is where base body base and Australian strength coach collaboration helps so much. Um, Soda Stream. Contacted Basebody Babes and said that Half Thor Bjornson was going to come to Sydney to do an event to promote SodaStream products, and they wanted to get industry influencers such as Base Body Babes and other people with followers like that, and and do a group event where everyone would take a photograph with Half Thor, and post them on their page, and SodaStream will get great exposure. And I said to Dinny, Dinny came up to me in the middle of a bench press session. I said, and she said, oh, you know Half Thor Bjornson's uh, got a got a session. They invited us to the session. I said. Get me in that room. <laughs> I want to train with Thor, and people know him as the Mountain, as Game of from Game of Thrones. I've never seen a single episode of Game never of Thrones. It. It's pretty bad on <laughs> my behalf. That's behind. messed up. But he doesn't yeah. care. He's still, just he watch a us. highlight reel of him. I've seen the two big fight scenes: the crushing okay. skull and, yeah. the, and the one where he gets stabbed. And he showed in the face. us
5: on his phone at home.
4: Yeah, um, but but that's all. But I knew him as as. The the, the world's strongest man or or someone who had the potential to be the world's strongest man. I'm like, damn, this guy's just a god. I want to be in the room and I want to train with this guy. Anyway, the girls did their magic. This is what they do. And uh, an hour later, I got a phone call from SodaStream or their their PR agency asking me to host the event. And I thought, "Uh, okay. Felicia is in the background saying... um, don't you dare do this for free. And I'm like, don't you dare ruin this opportunity for me. Like, are you serious? I would pay this guy to host the event. Are you serious? Long story short, they do their thing and I'm getting paid to to run the event side by side with Thor. So we're we're doing a seminar to all of the the industry influencers, which is people like Basebody Babes and other people with – the social media following. Anyhow, so um, SodaStream PR agency they said to me, "There's language barriers with Half Thor. He doesn't speak English very well. Um, so you're probably going to have to do a lot of the talking." I said, "That's fine. I, like this is what I do. Just get him to me. I, I've got this. You know, uh, I, I'm going to show him my gym and and all of the you know the elite stuff that speaks his language. Just trust me. I got this." <laughs> so he walked in the room.
5: Like this. And everyone's just, you
4: know, just looking up. You don't have to know who he is to just look at that guy and think there's something special about this guy. And he walked in the room and um, I have just, you know, went and said hello to him. He was a very quiet, very reserved guy. He still is. There's actually no language barriers, actually. He's just very reserved and and he's very careful with who he speaks with. Mm. And uh, so I said to him, you know, he knew that we were going to do the event together, and I said, "Can I show you around the gym? I want to just let you know what I've got in, in store for today." So, walked around. And I showed him the exercise that I'd planned on doing, and he saw that I I knew what I was talking about. Anyway, so we're, we're in this uh, session where we're teaching everyone the basic lifts, and we got to the bench press, and I was talking about the bench press, and and half um, <clears> thought I <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting a bit out of order. I asked the audience, "Okay, guys." Half thought, what's your best bench press? And he said 230 kilograms. I said, all right, guys, just to paint a picture for you, that's five blue plates and a little five on each side. Hands up in the room, who can do that? No one put their hands up, and they're all kind of laughing. Like, (laughs) and then Felicia in the background says, "You can."
5: Proud wife.
4: And I'm like, (laughs) like I I didn't mean it to go there, you know. (laughs) It's
6: like. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, I,
4: I didn't want to, like, this guy's so much stronger than me. It's a, it's a specific event that I train with. Like, sure. I didn't mean it that way. And all of a sudden, I see him in my peripheral vision. He's just turned his head and he's looking at me. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't want to be rude here. Anyway, next minute, Thor puts his hand up. and He says, can I try the technique? I'm like, sure. Long story short, his bench press was 230 kilograms. With my arch and the setup, he did 235 for a double and then 240 for a single. Like, on that
2: same day? Yeah, on yeah. that same day. Wow. That, yeah. Like
4: with, with the new technique that he just learned. he's You know, in all fairness, he doesn't train the bench press that much. So, sure. like it was probably something that he'd done a year ago and he just hadn't tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he obviously saw something that he needed in his training, which was the ability to move barbells. That was his weak point. Like he doesn't have weak points technically, but it's just compared to all of his other movements, it, it was his weak point. Um, next day, uh, we all had lunch, we all hung out, and he asked me to be his coach. I cried. And I'm like.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Legit cried.
4: Yeah. And I'm, uh, it's like, I I don't know how you'd handle that. If It's like, that's in in my career, in in, in my industry. It's like, you're a strength coach. uh, Do you want to train the strongest man on the planet? It's like. (laughs) Like, how does it get yes, better? Please. You know, and it's like, I, I didn't know what to say. You know, do I play it down? Oh, I'll see, I'll, I'll see if I have time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my rates over to <laughs> you. Right, right.
4: And I, and I just said, you know, I'm just going to cut the shit. Uh, either he's going to do it or not. And I just said, listen, man, like, this is the best, best opportunity of my life. Yes, I will coach you, like, whatever you want, my man. And he said, would you travel around the world for me? And I'm like, for you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Um, anyway, after all of that, like… A week later, I sent. I didn't hear from him. I sent him a message, mm. "Hey man, you know what's been happening? Haven't heard from you. Um, no reply." It's like, okay. A month later, I sent him another message. No reply. I thought, you know what? damn i knew it was too good to be true and felicia said to me you're gonna look like the biggest loser if you message him again like just stop right now like you're looking like you're desperate a week later we walked into our gym and there was a blackout all the electricity had shut down and i was just laying there just picked up my phone and i was like you know what the answer is already no so so screw it i sent him a message hey hey man what's happening i haven't heard from you and you replied i'm like Yes
6: <laughs> Look, There's
0: nothing wrong With triple texting There is nothing yeah,
4: wrong I don't with all right.
2: I'm not for it It's all little no. Alex you're married If you
0: want something You gotta go for it That's
4: right and, and I did And it's like le- Let this be a lesson To all of us Like I I went for it And went for it And it looked like Maybe the timing Just wasn't right with Exactly those was It, was it wasn't It wasn't And
0: someone popular Always you know The messages just pile up And for you for forget sure. You yeah. maybe yeah. open it and Oh I quadruple life. text
4: Yeah <laughs>
5: like
0: you We all text you A million times I'm too popular We all
4: relate with Steffi I'm still
0: waiting for Steffi to write back from August last year you know what I do sometimes I'm like I'm face to face with someone and I'm like oh shit forgot to reply to that text message and while I'm face to face with the person <laughs> right. I reply it's like yes okay so well, can you well, sit you can there that now me and, do and do it to all of us exactly <laughs>
4: she'll be here a while but, but anyway so that was 2016 and uh, the first uh uh Part of work that I did with him, he he flew me over to Bangkok where he was uh, shooting the film Kickboxer. Do you remember that old uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Kickboxer? Uh Um, That was like sick. So they did a remake of it where a new cast were doing uh, a new movie, Kickboxer, and he's the bad guy. And he needed to train for the world's strongest man while he was – Uh, you know casting for this film kickboxer so he's flown me over and i bring my family everywhere i go he's flown me over to bangkok and we were training on on the days that he wasn't working and the days that he was working i've got a fork and and food and i'm feeding him while he's on (laughs) set so a lot of people think that you know training the world's strongest man is this big glamorous thing like that's what i was doing as his coach every time they do a, a, a take it's like cut I'd run onto the thing with a fork and, it and shoving so it in his face, like I'm. I'm you doing the cooking. At
5: that point, we were. I wasn't cooking no, in weren't. Thailand we because we didn't. Yeah, we had. To, a- a- I had to organize we, all the chefs.
4: Everywhere we go with Hafthor, he, he's very organized. He's the most dedicated athlete I've ever met. He has chefs all done. It's like multiple meals, like so much food you, you can't even fathom how much food this guy eats. And but you I, keep
2: him accountable like that. That's like separate. No, you're not just giving him numbers in a spreadsheet. You're, look, you're I, I'll, I'll, I'll he's be honest so with you. I'd, I'd, I'd
4: love to claim that I don't need to keep him accountable. Like he keeps me accountable. He does. Like when I'm competing, he's like, okay. Like when I do my weigh-in, he's like, okay. uh Show me your your, your hydration that you've got ready to to make weight back up. It's like, hey, dude. Like I, I've got this, man. He's like, show me a photograph of your sodium. Show me a photograph of your potassium. Show me a photograph of every single meal. So I'm like, because he's in Iceland, I'm in Sydney, and I'm like, damn, the world's strongest man is holding me accountable. I'm meant to be his coach. It's that's like, sick. That's sick. Yeah. And. Anyhow, so I don't need to with him. He is dedicated, the he's, pinnacle of dedication. Yeah,
5: the hardest uh, worker and the most dedicated person, he does not switch off from it. Like, it, unbelievable.
4: It, there's, there's, um, you know, people look at him and say, it's just genetic freak. He's no bigger way. and stronger than everyone. It's not. He, he works harder than everyone. Yeah. What
0: do you guys talk about before, uh, before a competition? What's the conversation go like?
4: I'll tell you, some things that happen just before a competition, he's got motivational uh, uh, tapes playing in the background. You know, we're sitting there, there's a whole team of us that want it so bad for him, like he's got so many people around him that just love him so much. His friends, his his team, his family. It's not
2: like anything. When we went to World's Strongest Man, it's like there's, there's other like guys, thirty four of us. a couple us. people. It's half of the crowd is his people, and, and they all it. travel it's from insane. Iceland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's
5: always about thirty or forty of us in the team, and it's like they're all it's there for him. him. Crazy energy. They want it yeah. more than he does. Like they're so the the, sweet. the the
4: mindset to be the best in the world, Steffi. You know, you're someone in the room that, that knows about this, that, but it's something that I, I, I don't. I, I do now since working with Um, uh, but the mindset is just crazy. Imagine being the best on the planet, no one stronger than you. That's him. And it's like, how do you get your head around this? Mm. You know, he's up against, he's not up against any punks. There's Brian Shaw, Eddie Hall, Matthias Kiliuskovsky, Martins Lisi. Like, these guys are freaks, and he's better than them.
5: He's we, actually quite calm before he competes. He, <laughs> he's so focused.
4: Does he ever
0: have doubts? Does he ever have doubts no, about winning? No. He's he always really thinks confident. he's going to he, win.
4: I'll tell you something. It, it really, like, it's for me, it, it really. It boosts my adrenaline so much thinking about what he does. So mm-hmm. he tore his plantar fascia off his left foot in the the qualifiers. I, I don't know if you we guys were, saw yeah, it. Yeah, you guys were there. So, so carrying a, a yoke, they've misloaded it. They put over 500 kilograms on it. It was meant to be a little bit less. Wh- whatever it was, the other guys had to do it as well. So no excuses. But anyway, it was an injury and it tore his plantar fascia. He had to limp off. He couldn't put his body weight. So if anyone knows uh, who's listening to this um, out there, who's heard of what it feels or felt what it feels like to, to – tear the plantar fascia off your foot. Like the, the recommendation is to, to not bear load on your foot. So, so don't step on it. He, he had to go and squat 340 kilograms for reps the next day. He had to do the, the whole world's strongest man. So we went that night, we went to, to get the MRI to make sure we knew exactly what it was. And the, the recommendation from the physiotherapist was all of the muscles are intact. And actually uh, the treatment for, for extreme plantar fasciitis is actually to cut it off.
2: And he said, so smart. it
4: holds it holds the arch of the foot it holds structure in the foot but it's it's um beyond that it's it's not functional with all of his strength movements so he's still able to um, perform the strength movements if he can handle the pain mm. that night he's limping out and he's sitting there limping out we're talking and he's like i don't give an f i'm winning the world's strongest man uh-huh. i'm like i get goosebumps like, thinking man, about this i, I want to cry like Anyway, that night we went out with you guys. We went for yeah. dinner and uh, we got home late and I opened up my Instagram and I saw a post that he put out there saying, um, attention to, to all my fellow competitors. Like he's, he's addressing the strongest people on the planet. Um, I, I have an injury, but pretty much like don't go easy on me. I've come for one reason and I'm, I'm going to get it. Um, bring your best game. And it's like, whoa, like, Mm -hmm. damn, like this guy is the real deal. You know, I went, it's like, that's, that's. That was
3: our, all of us, I remember sitting in the room going, we opened it going,
4: what? uh, It's just phenomenal. (laughs) Uh, You know, after all this talk, he ended up coming third. He, He came third pretty much on one leg. It was, it was pretty phenomenal. Um. Uh, unfortunately, he had that injury. Uh, I don't want to use that as an excuse or take anything away from the people that beat him because they're also amazing athletes. But prior to that, he hasn't lost a single event at the highest level for uh, since 2017 World Strongest Man when Eddie Hall came first. After that, he's like, "I'm not having this anymore." Head and shoulders above the rest. Next competition that we're training for is the Arnold's, and that's uh, the second weekend of March. It's like the fifth, sixth, seventh, yeah, whatever yeah, that weekend. Yeah,
2: well, we're there. You going? So yeah, we go oh, every cool. year.
4: Yeah. Go and speak come? to him. He'll, he'll remember you guys. Yeah. He'll remember you guys. And yeah, he knows yeah, yeah. you, Steffi. Go and speak to him. But he's winning the Arnold's uh, <laughs> 2020 and it's going <laughs> to be sick. Yeah. I don't know where I, where I was with this. I kind of go off on tangents. but well, just was the mindset. No, I was asking about mindset. The, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the mindset and the conversation, it's, it's, it's bulletproof his mindset. Yeah. So, so let's talk about one of the events in the Arnold's, Circus Dumbbell. Not sure who knows what the world record is, but I'm going to tell you. It's 150 kilograms, and one man has ever achieved that. And prior to that, the previous world record was 140 kilograms. Mm-hmm. In the Arnold's, one of the events is to, to perform Circus Dumbbell 150 kilograms for max reps. The world record? The world record. you got to go and do that for max reps. Right. And that's this year. Yeah, yeah, that's this year. Okay, so it's, like, so it's, never, but, been uh, done, it's never been done before, uh, that event. One, 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 one person
0: did it one day. Oh, it's always an event,
4: but no one ever hits it. Yeah, and it's like, okay, Stephanie, what's the world record deadlift that you own? 240 kilograms? Mm-hmm. Get all the 60-kilo 60, 60 chicks <laughs> out there and say, okay, so now uh, 240, you've got to rep it. The winner wins. It's like, anyway, right. it does, he doesn't even question it he's like so so now we've got to do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so so watch what he's doing with his circus dumbbell like a lot of people can't relate to one dumbbell overhead unfortunately it's one of those like a 501 kilogram deadlift everyone knows that and and everyone knows what half a ton means but you know one hand 150 kilograms people can't really relate too much but when you think of it that way it's the world record no one's ever done it and now he's got to go and do it for reps and it's like it's not even a question to him it's like cool we're gonna go and do this for reps now no one else is going to be able to do it for one, but I'm going to do it. It's like he he, he just performed a PB in the gym, which was 129 kilograms like last week, easily, and, and we're working him to be able to do 150. Like watch this space. He's going to do it, you know. Um, uh, various events that are his weak points. So at the World's Strongest Man last year, um, grip has uh, historically been a weak point for Hafthor. And when they showed us there was going to be a grip event, we had a look at the list and it's like, these guys want want me to lose. They've put grip events in there.
6: Uh-huh.
4: Okay, let's train it. He doesn't see it as a bad thing.
5: <coughs> sorry, guys. Let's oh, hear. Sorry.
4: He's like, let's let's train grip. <laughs> the dogs. He ended up coming first in that event. Like this was like seemingly, you know, if you want to act like a victim and it's like, oh, you know, they're targeting us. They want to they use an a, a, a event that we're not good at uh, to challenge us. He, he's not, you know, being a victim. He's like, let's go and win this. and he, he did. No, he makes and he, no
6: excuses. And
4: uh, like the the mindset of this guy, I learned so much from him. It, it really makes my adrenaline go through the roof. Like I, when I saw that post that I was telling you about, how he how he challenged every single of one of the you, you know, could his not sleep. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> it was like, damn, my my cortisol's up here now. <laughs>
0: I, What's the frequency of his main lifts?
4: <clears throat> he trains four days a week, so it's it's. It's very similar to, to the way that I train most of my high-end male heavyweight athletes. Four sessions a week, one day squat, one day deadlift, two days of pressing, and then all of the accessories around that. So we talk about the squat it's not really a strongman event, um, but yoke is. And we put yoke on, on squat day. Um, there's another one. You know, it's a, it, We're practicing with a sled push, but it's called uh, the Wheel of Pain. It's a new event at the Arnold's. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's uh, or we programmed that, programmed that on squat day. Didn't
0: a bunch of people get injured at the Arnold last year? Thor did. Thor did.
4: Yeah, and yeah. He, he, he moved on to win it. Um, <laughs> the, the, the whole of the Arnold, He came second in that event. Um, he had to get taken off with oxygen masks and everything like that. Uh, he, he ended up winning the Arnold's. But, but yeah, it was... They're, they're all brutal events like to be honest with you um you know the arnolds they they're, they're They're gonna break people, man. It's like, let's let's get all these. It's harder than World's Strongest Man, yeah. It's it's heavier. So historically, the Arnolds is known as the 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 heavier lifts, and the world's strongest man is known as more more moving events, more kind of endurance is involved. Um so so it's always a back and and forth argument with who's a stronger athlete, the winner of the world's strongest man or the winner of the Arnolds. And a lot Mm -hmm. of it's it's always a debate. It's no debate if you win them both. Mm-hmm. So, so that's always our goal to win them both and win every single competition that Halfthor goes in. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're going to do an event that's just going to break people. And it's it's not actually fair the way they treat these athletes, but that's what gets the view. Makes for
5: a good show. It
4: makes for a good show. But so when what I, happens? You know, like last year they had yoke event and same thing. It's like they're doing a 1,500 pound yoke. Uh, the world record was was less than that. And it's like, they're making all of these, the top 10 athletes perform a world record. Only one person's done this before. And they're making everyone do it. Like, this is going to break people. And actually, Zadrunas Saviskas, you know, pulled out of the event because he, he injured himself training for the yoga because it's just too damn heavy. Um, so, uh, you know, what's crazy, though. The human
1: mind just like that was a more than the world record. No one's done it. But because they had no choice. The, the number of guys did it right exactly and it's, and that's
4: it's nuts. something that I, I'm still not there like I'm not that good because my mind isn't as strong as these people like people think that mindset uh, that, that mindset is so underrated um, you know I'm training myself like I, I've spoken to, to people to teach me how to meditate on, on these things I don't know if, if that's a technique that you guys do uh, that's something that he does and I've tried to do it um, I'm still not there yet
0: you're learning it's yeah. tough it's hard I've I think look like anything I think anything anytime that you want to get better at something you should hire someone that knows more than you about it in mindset I think it's no different.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: I think hiring someone like a, a, a sports psychologist is and, an, a, an incredible tool. I worked with one for over a year. His name is Patrick Alban here he actually does online sessions. And he's amazing. I learned so much, and I was able to apply some so much of that into my training and compete.
4: No doubt about it, and it probably helped a lot. So much, you know, yeah. a, a accepting that you can do something. It's mm-hmm. you're so limited by your your self belief, and a lot of people I've seen it. And I was actually having a chat with uh, Marcus today, we were squatting together, and and he's a heavy guy. He's the uh, he's the one of the heaviest guys here. I think there's another bigger guy than him now, mm-hmm. but it's like, what's it like being? one of the strongest guys in the gym, you know, people always say if you're the strongest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I see pros and cons to that. If you're always the weakest guy in the room, sometimes I've seen where people have just accepted that then it's never going to be better. They're just always going to be the weaker guy and they just they just never win. Because of that, they've got the mindset of mm-hmm. they're always second or they're always third or whatever, and they just accept that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's a hard thing. Um it's something that I'm still getting my head around and, and, you know, like how you say with your sports psychologist, whoever yeah. his name was. It, it,
0: it, Patrick, it does depend on the person. Remember, we were listening to a podcast about going to Ivy League schools and they were saying that if you're in the bottom percentile of your class in at Harvard, like if you're doing uh, any sort of uh, STEM degree, you're 30% more likely to drop out and not complete your program. Mm-hmm. Um, and still you know, you're extremely smart you're in Harvard and, a STEM, and getting a STEM degree just getting in was really hard you're, mm. you were likely at the top of your high school class mm, right mm, mm. but you're at the bottom of this program because it's the best of the best mm. Mm. Um, and so these people end up not graduating but if you put these people in a non-Ivy League school in the same degree that is maybe this, as, as rigorous as getting a degree in Harvard they, they succeed better. but in, it's related to how they are perceived uh, next to everyone else. Next to everyone else. Yeah. So I mean, you can say I think you can say the same about training. Like Absolutely. you have a thirty percent higher chance to not deciding to pursue your training goals if you're just the sure. worst where you are. Well, and I right? think
1: it's also a matter of practice, right? Like if you compete in powerlifting, you've done your ten thousand hours. You come in and you train every day, and, and most people get that part down. And then only once people get to a certain point. Where they've kind of got the training part handled that's usually when they start looking for that competitive edge and they start the like mental part of training when they're way deep already into their careers Mm -hmm. like you for example right like you had broken a number of world records you sort of hit a wall and you realized to take it to the next level was was like figuring out the mental aspect of training and only then you you took that step Mm -hmm. so it's like you just have way less practice with the with mental with everything mental, visualization, meditation, all it's, that stuff. It's
4: all crucial. At the top of the game, it's like, you know, we're, we're talking like everyone here's, you know, fighting. I know everyone in this room wants that that level of greatness, but not everyone that's listening. I, I know that there's such a huge audience out there that's just in their wildest dreams. So it's just like, let's not even think about it. Mm. Um, but the techniques that we teach, like we talk about mindset. It's like, I'm 38 years old. I was a very average person when I started. When I say average, I actually should say below average. I was 63-kilo skinny guy. <laughs> and people look at me and they say, oh, you know, you're like, I won't be as strong as you. And it's like, damn, man. I'm like
5: I don't know how hard he's had to work to get here. How,
4: how old are you? You know, how old were you when you achieved your first 200-kilogram squat? And they're like, you know, 19, 20. I'm like, okay, well, I was 29. Okay, so so you're, you're better than me already. looking at me like I'm better than you. Stop that. I'm like I told you I was very average. I was below average, man. Like when I first started bench pressing, I did 30 kilograms for eight. Same. I wanted a 30. I couldn't
2: even bench 50. I couldn't even bench wow. 50. I remember missing. You missing guys were noodles. <laughs>
4: <kilos>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You remember laughs> missing a 25-pound plate on each side. Boy. we all
5: gotta start somewhere
4: you, you do have to start somewhere and, and that's the thing it's like people's mindsets is what's holding them back a yeah, lot of exactly. people will listen sure. to this podcast listen to us talking you know like we're talking to you you' at the top of your game like mindset is a huge thing i, I don't even know that about you because i haven't asked you about that but I, I just know that it's something that you've had to get your head around mm-hmm. and i know it's still a battle like with haftor i know it's still a battle as well it's
0: mm-hmm. for everyone i think mm-hmm. Anyone no at the doubt. high level, you you are always struggling with your own thoughts. No doubt. Your own beliefs of yourself and how do you get through that, right? Because you have to. Yeah. And,
5: and I think a lot of people, it's the willingness to work hard. A lot of people just give up too soon.
1: They, so, they want that out sometimes. Yeah, you sometimes, you know sometimes I mean? they're just oh, looking I'll for that excuse, like that, so. that
5: injury, that something yeah. that's kind of going to get in the way of it all. But yeah, I, I think I've, to be the best, you guys... I'm not the best at the, in the world at anything, but I'm married You're to someone. You're the best wife in the world. I am. Okay, I'll take it. I'm Seriously, the best wife in the is. world. Um, yeah, you got to work hard she and is. Got until to, I become got a
0: wife. Then you know you'll
5: be second. <laughs> why am I always second to you? We're meant to be just friends. The way, just the way to <laughs> all right, I'll take it. <laughs> just because that's, <laughs> that's it. That's
2: a latita in her. <laughs> <laughs> She's so competitive. The
5: feistiness.
4: So, like, I, the, on on that exact note, I've spoken to Half Thought about. Um, Members of my team who I believe have huge potential, and I've asked these guys before, like, like what's holding you back? And and I've actually had one of my athletes who I believe is destined for greatness, but they just their minds are holding them back. And I've said, you know, like what's what's happening here? And and the 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 consensus was that they were scared to be the best. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, I've never really thought of myself to be the best. I, I'm I'm statistically objectively I'm just not. And so it's like, okay, that's that. But I'm not fighting to be the best like, like these guys are. And I said to Hafthor, were you ever scared to be the best? And he's like, no. What do you mean? What do you mean? And, and he was kind of like quite aggressive with this topic. He was like quite passionate about this. And I said, well, you know, one of my high-level athletes has basically just said that. Like, I think he's got so much potential to be the best. And he's like, you know why? He's too effing scared. To do what it takes to be the best. Mm. That's why he's a lazy mother effer. <laughs> he didn't know this person. Wow. Well, he didn't know this person. It I'm takes like, a lot of work. you know what? You're right. <laughs> he's like, he, he's scared to do what it takes to, to be the best.
0: <laughs> I, think That's even, a- I think even harder than being the best is staying the best. No doubt. One thing that scared me was one once I achieved the top, and I was about to compete again. Um, I I felt scared to so being pressure. held to such a high standard by yeah. so many people. Oh, well, everyone's yeah. waiting having, for you to make a mistake. And the expectations, slip up. Yeah. exactly.
4: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: that so is hard.
5: It's a lot of pressure.
0: That's the hard part. Getting there is easy. Staying there is hard. Really. What's well, the four minute yeah. mile
4: thing? You're setting the standard. You're raising the ceiling, and then people are seeing what's possible. And it does make it easier for the next person to do it. But for someone like you, no one's done it before. Mm-hmm how do i know how good i can be that's that's a big fight for you
0: and also you know i mean in strength sports it can be so variable it can be it's there's no guarantee that you'll be able to improve your marks on the on the upcoming competition there's no guarantee that you'll be able to show your your full potential on a platform so there's just so much uncertainty behind competing and, and being able to to truly show what you've been working on that that's that's a scary part for me
4: it's interesting because like i I know you more from the outside as well than the inside like i've hung out with you for a week in sydney and and now a week here in miami but i know you more through social media and and what you see on the outside i'm not uh, pinpointing you but i just know so many people in the social media game like we've been very lucky enough to meet through the girls as well so many uh, you know big names and faces and 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 influences through through social media and and people that have you know seemingly perfect lives on the outside and then you meet them it's like very different, you know. The regular person. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, people would look at you, Steph, and go, "Like, this chick's got it going on. Like, she's yeah. got everything going for it. It's just easy for her. She can just come in and break a world record, but no one sees how much goes behind it."
0: Yeah. No. She, she just, broke
2: so many of her world records when she was still in school. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. No, and a couple of days ago, you walked into the office with me crying. Obviously, yeah. Those are those are things that I I don't share mainly because i don't i'm i'm not trying to victimize myself you know yep. i i don't want to draw negative attention towards As, towards myself
5: especially just being in the spotlight you're going but to the, at, you're going to have that negative response from some people but which this, is not at the nice. same
0: time the part of being human right like people only see the the highlights of your life and they mm-hmm. think that everything always goes well for you you're always improving in training you're always getting stronger you're not suffering nothing bads happening in your life you know so I don't know I don't I sometimes I don't know where to draw a line and how to how to show that I'm a real human that has all those struggles without making it seem like I'm trying to excuse myself for for a performance or 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 make myself look like a victim in other people's eyes or even like be perceived as as a negative person yeah it's hard it's just it's it's hard just be you. Boo. Just be me. That's, what you, that, that's <laughs> what you do. That's the it's thing. Like, that's it's what you no do. It's
4: all made up now. Like social media is so new yeah. and, and you are paving the way uh, in so, like on how to behave as well as a champion. Like how are you supposed to behave? I've seen um, – I'll use an example. Uh, Phil Heath, he just won Mr. Olympia. I, I forget how many times. Whatever it was to, to draw with Arnold Schwarzenegger and I, I watched him go live on – Instagram straight after and he's on there saying I I think it was like six times or seven times, I forget the number. And he was kind of he he had an Arnold Schwarzenegger t-shirt on. And you know, he was celebrating on IG Live. And then someone uh said to him, Pregnant belly. Oh, I saw this. And he jumped at it. He and he's like, oh, pregnant belly, huh? And it's like, hey, why are you addressing the haters? You just won Mr. Olympia, like this is the pinnacle of what you do, man. Like, go and celebrate. Uh, yeah. And it's like, this is all made up. Like, your pregnant belly helped you win. <laughs> dude, just, <laughs> so dude, you just did something go past right. that, man. you yeah. gotta, you got to ignore that. Yeah. And but well,
1: Everyone started talking about how he went off on that guy instead of the yeah. fact that he had just done what he did. But just it's so hard.
5: It. Like, he's the best in the world, and you just don't know how you're going to react, whether it's good or bad coming from your audience. Like, it's yeah. hard. Like, you're faced with so many different things. Like, with us, like, we're lucky we don't have many negative people commenting on our posts but but we spend a lot
4: of time uh, being diplomatic with everything we do
5: but i see so many people that either get really affected by a negative response or a comment or people that like i just i don't know it would break my heart and people
0: love to cling to dissatisfying experiences and and interactions as well yeah because you can you can be amazing and just have one slip and then this is all that people talk about yeah
4: precisely precisely we're yeah. quite
0: careful with that. It's, it's not worth it. I, I feel like at the beginning, it used to affect me a lot more.
4: Yeah, I think, it it, you I think the a longer lot. you've a been lot. in the
0: game,
5: the more you're just a bit more resilient well, with it yeah, all. You are, and you also know.
1: people have like 10 go-to terrible things that they say. And then once you hear those 10 things, a hundred <laughs> times each, you're like, okay, got it. Okay,
6: yeah. you know? <laughs>
2: That's all the shit you can say. You know, you can move on with your life.
6: Yeah. yeah. And it's,
2: then you get to the point also, you hear all the positive. The positive probably helps outweigh all that negative and helps you appreciate it.
1: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, sure. I also want. I, I want to shift gears for a second mm-hmm. because I want to hear about the hack. Oh,
3: the hack! That the was hack. that was the
1: the nine eleven of base body. <laughs> it was.
3: It <laughs> actually was. If I could um, tell you how devastated we were, you would not even believe it. I don't, can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah. of course.
4: Okay, I, I, I think you should explain what happened. Okay. Instead of assuming everyone knows what that means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give so, some background.
3: Uh, so Felicia and I obviously our account is base body babes. Uh, what year was it? 2016.
5: 2016, or 2015 yeah. maybe? So, uh, we I'll, I'll say the story at the point where we found it and then you can take over. Right. Well, at
3: this point we had 650,000 followers.
5: Yes. Oh, no, no, no. It was like 580, I think it was.
4: It was over half a million. Yeah. It was good.
5: We had a lot of followers. It a lot good. of beautiful people that we had worked so hard to get them as our audience. And then one night, like obviously when you're on Instagram or on social media, you're kind of semi-obsessed. <laughs> so back then especially it was, I was more so obsessed It was, it was with the that.
4: business. We were it making good income from a social media account. A lot of people look at it as social media. It's a great business is what it was. Yeah. It and is, you need to keep your head
2: exactly. in your business. You want to keep growing or you no, got to stay no focused. It exactly. And, it's just and the, and the and modern day business. business. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So basically I was lying in bed and it was like 4am and I woke up in the morning and just through the night and I went to do a, a wee or a pee, whatever you guys call <laughs> 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 <a
6: wee. laughs>
5: it. Went to do a wee and um, just as you do, I went and checked my phone and looked at the account and I went to log on and it's, I wasn't able to log on. I was like, Oh, that, this is strange. Anyway, I'll look on Bass's phone. So I opened up his phone and, I tried to find Base Body Babes and I, I, I opened it and I found it. And then I was refreshing it, and the last couple of images started to go. I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, is they're, they're like they, they were disappearing. They were disappearing. So, if you know, one went, two went, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. More, every went, time we more refresh, went, more went, more went. There was gone. like, I think there was, I don't know, something like 750 photos or posts at that time, refreshing, gone, 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 mm. gone. Within Ugh. three minutes, every single photo post had been removed from our account. Refreshed it again. They changed our name from Base Body Babes to Fine Fitness Babes and it was done. Base Body Babes was no longer. So I'm freaking out, 4 a.m. going, what yeah. the is going on? I wake up, Bass, I'm like, oh, my gosh, something's happened to my account, I don't know what it is. Messaging Din, she's still asleep. Anyway, got onto Instagram, like trying to message them, trying to find out what had happened. Anyway, day after, we were just like distraught. Obviously, like a lot of people, like Bass said, are like, don't be so dramatic. It's just people didn't know it No, understand. it's
2: like your business burning it's down. i feel
1: physically don't ill like just thinking insurance. of that yeah. happening. Can you yeah, imagine? Us. Like you've
5: that's worked crazy. so hard. Yeah. Like, like I said, I've got a design background. Like every post takes me like half a day to a day just to take you know one photo and write the copy for it. Like I put so much thought into each and every post. And Dinny and I, you know, do photo shoots and lots of things to create oh. this content. People didn't understand that that was actually our life. It's report, got the link to our website, Base Body Babes. That's it. Business is done. Like, no one can find us anymore. Unless they know us and they search us, no one can see us anymore. So, anyway,
3: day after. We did whatever we could to try and get in contact with Instagram. But at the time, there was no point of contact. I still don't think there was a point of contact. So, it was really difficult for us, but um, we managed to find somebody to help some us. Some media
5: some media contacts, obviously, being in the yeah. industry for so long. We've worked with a lot of PR and media, you know, doing interviews and things like that and articles. So there was we wrote no to way everyone. we were giving up. There was yeah.
3: absolutely no way. So, we started a new account because the person, the hacker, had taken our name, Base Body Babes. So, we could actually open an account called Base Body Babes. Right. Again. Yeah, they, right? re- they, removed, they removed it. They removed it. So anyway, long story short, we um
0: So did they they kept your followers? They yeah. Kept, right. so, so
5: apparently it was someone in California yeah. in some little dungeon they could track it back and they just took all of our followers because they obviously resell them apparently this is more popular now they Like sell a of, these accounts they, they sell, sell accounts. Your, no yeah. they sell your followers so we yep. had mm. whatever it was 570, 580,000
3: people and then and these just, companies get access to that many people and then they just start their brand so based, we started a massive
5: campaign following. called Bring Back Body Babes Yes, we started a new page we got 50,000 followers overnight literally within 24 well. hours and it was just everyone supporting us like everyone came together all of them Media people that we knew, all of our contacts were just putting it out there. Bring back Bass body babes, and then no, we need like some <laughs> sort of music. These I don't know what it is. They <laughs> brought it back, so we
4: about a week later. So
5: no, it was seventy two hours. It took yeah, it took seventy two so hours.
1: What was the process? They they just were able to give you a new password and say this is it, gonna work on your. So
5: it literally just was, just was uploaded. Yeah, it
3: was just sitting in the cloud. So and all of a just, sudden, oh, all the posts
5: just, yeah. just came back. Just like reappeared. Whoa. So was, we're like, I just,
3: I remember we were sitting in my apartment on the bedroom, on our bed, on my bedroom floor, and all of a sudden the account came back. and Felicia and I looked at each other and we're like, What the-? <laughs> She was crying, I was crying, we're ringing, Bass crying, we're like, This is our account's back. Anyway, literally 24 hours after the account got hacked again. Yes, remember. I forgot yes. about that. So we got our account back, and then 24 hours later, same thing happened again. We're like, This is not happening so we were like on to it what was your
2: password like base babe one two
5: three <laughs> <laughs> okay so now we've learned from
3: our mistake and yeah. our passwords are
5: really passwords are really really strong yeah so yeah no th- i think they did say that was an
3: issue make sure you're changing your passwords i every think month. just after that they actually brought in that two pass protection which is now everywhere so yeah. now you, you've got to put Two form formats in. So Interesting. yeah, so we got our account back. Um, it was very but dramatic. it was very, very stressful. And actually it took us a really long time to recover from that. So uh, we lost maybe two hundred thousand followers back then when the because account. The got back and hacked. Forth, right?
2: People well, don't want to follow the page anymore. They don't want to follow this page, they don't want well, to exactly.
3: It is. So, so whoever happening? hacked our account was actually blocking all of our followers. And, and
4: also when that's when, so you, mean. when you yeah, report so no, the this. account, you get blocked. So if you uh, report someone's
5: account, you automatically get blocked from their account. So the uh,
4: most loyal followers were reporting, yeah. and the most loyal followers, like we were finding out years later, and still to today, still today. Saying, today, why can't I see your account anymore? Like, and, and these are the like these were the people that were purchasing products off us, and and were actually um, the, the most engaged audience yeah. for us. Were blocked.
5: So we had to find them. They were like messaging Bass and saying, "Can you get Base Body Babes to find us?" And then we had to try and find them. It's like the most. It's a process, it but crazy. anyway, it's, we're, we still are it was, it was a hit affected to the, by
4: it, it was a hit to the business.
5: Yeah, definitely. Like, it's a
4: lucrative business. Like, you guys know what it's like to have a big account. Like, you sell all your products through these accounts, like mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a great business. It's modern-day business. Yeah. yeah. And, and like I said, there was a lot of negativity that came with it as well. People, you know, our first-world problems, you've lost <laughs> your social media. It wasn't um, like that at all. But it no. wasn't like that at all. That's, that's our business. That was our if, business if,
3: model. That was our livelihood. But it did teach us something. It did teach us that – Instagram should not be your only platform and we needed to kind of expand and make sure that we're across everything. So, it did teach us
0: good lessons. Yeah, it did. (laughs) Definitely. So, did you guys grow your YouTube?
5: We haven't even started the YouTube Listen. yet, but we've just hired <laughs> Listen, our amazing <laughs> videographer and we are going to get started. So many good Will lessons. you be on our YouTube? Let's do a YouTube. Four years later. <laughs>
2: doesn't
5: even have YouTube. <laughs> uh, so, but I know. The
3: videos are there. We just need to upload them. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> we're starting the YouTube this week. Yeah, so that
3: was super dramatic. It was very stressful, but um, we- uh, We're back, baby. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're here.
5: This is us. That's
1: crazy. Yeah.
5: Yeah, it was very cool.
1: It's cool. cool that- like obviously, it was a very stressful experience, but it's cool that Instagram actually came through. Yeah, and we don't even know how it back. happened, but because you hear about people who just lose their accounts, yeah, and I think they can't get a hold of anyone that, if it ever happens. Yeah, after
3: yeah. our account got hacked, we would get a message a week easily saying, saying "How did you do? Our, it? We, were got like, hacked, like, we don't even us? know how it happened. Wow. We're like, ah, uh, don't know."
6: <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, don't, just don't give
3: up. Keep keep spreading the word, and you know, social media is such a great platform that. Once you tell one person, everybody was sharing it, so it was amazing for us to to get even fifty thousand overnight.
5: But this is the world of social media. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow, a volatile one.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Let's move
5: on. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just go back to? Can everyone check their phone and see that their friend, their so-called friend (laughs) (laughs) Steffi, actually messaged us all? Oh, she got one. Yeah. (laughs) What was your last text to her? I
2: I (laughs) asked her. Get one. She asked. uh,
5: I said, "Will (laughs) you be there at the gym?"
4: Oh no, she didn't
5: respond to me. So she responded I, to me. Cool, every, see Yeah, then. no, she did. Now Stephanie. seven twelve p.m. I sent her a message at twelve forty p.m. Good friend,
0: good stuff Well, wow.
1: are, are we doing um, fitness gossip?
0: Current, yeah. Oh, gossip? No, no what are we, we talking about did gossip. We What's did the gossip. What's yeah. the gossip? How is she
1: going
0: to hair a gun hack? That's ago. like five years old. Dude, what are you
1: trying to hustle through these? <laughs> She's trying to go Podcast. home and shit. That's She's hungry. Hungry. She's, hungry.
5: She's hungry. She's like, where She's can like, we go for dinner?
1: No, we, I don't think we ever talked about the is whole is Is the
0: Barbecue place open? No, we're, we're it's going to no, be for dinner. We're going no, no. somewhere
3: else. It's
1: closed on Mondays. Have done this like five <laughs> times?
3: Please, so can you pass me the oh,
1: popcorn? So she needs to, to eat something. <laughs> no, 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 please don't. That can't be on the That can't be on. That's going to ruin the whole thing. You cannot let her eat that. No, it's ASMR. You have good Okay,
3: go on us some
1: well I think we never talked about mm-hmm. that whole rivalry between Garrett Fear and uh, Evan Cardona and I feel like that's a good one <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, know so to Garrett Fear is like the most beloved shit talker in powerlifting basically America, you know oh, he
0: forced himself into people's hearts okay. he
1: sure did yeah he was just like he forced himself on the powerlifting community successfully just by mm-hmm. being so in everyone's face mm-hmm. and I don't know he's just like he's so likable yeah, he's so crazy and so likable so everyone kind of gets behind this guy and then the other guy Mm -hmm. you might not know his name but he was the guy in that video that went viral where the old man in the visor went and like kicked his barbell and like sat on his weight because he violated the gym's chalk rule did you guys see that video yes yeah Yeah,
2: and he's like you you wouldn't
1: let him deadlift and yes Yeah, yeah so he so they hit so that guy from that viral video in the middle
4: of his set yeah, He was about to go for a PR or yeah. something.
1: And yeah. the guy came and and just, like put his foot on the barbell then sat on it. And like so all these memes came out. Yeah. Mm. So anyways, that the guy from that viral video and uh, Garrett fear somehow got into some sort of like internet battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it all like turned into, you know, the one guy's vegan and Garrett is oh, not. Wow. And, you know, Maybe so there was all the make making fun of that. And it was like, who could, uh, out deadlift the other one basically is what it became online he won? And garrett so 100
2: first
5: garrett yeah. won
1: he yeah pulled, he pulled 805 first and that other kid pulled it right after and also so they're i feel strong. like strong they're, yeah. yeah they're both right. strong but i feel like garrett was just leading that guy on the whole time because the guy had a meet coming up yeah. so yeah. he was going to try to do it at his meet and every time the, the guy kid was would, maxing out deadlifts like every two days and and then garrett would go and do it at like rp8 so he, he would let the guy do it and then he'd like beat it by two pounds. No. He ate, and <laughs> kept
2: doing it until the kid was like... So he shredded his hands apart and the kid couldn't compete in his oh, Exactly,
1: yeah, no. like a week out from his meat. So he had to pull out.
3: Look, no. I'm not up for that. That's not cool.
2: No.
1: Is this all... Hey, but you, you pick your battles, man. Exactly. Like if you put yourself in, in that arena, that's your own problem. Have you can, they you seen each other face to it, face? It's a perfect no.
2: example of what we were talking about. Like you could tell that that kid... He seems like he's actually really bothered and affected by it. And yeah. Garrett does that to people. Like if you know him personally, like he'll oh, literally yeah. just go on people's pages that he doesn't know and just shit on them. Yeah, he's know? like the he's, he's the- he's like the deaf police of the internet, but then here's the funny thing. He'll say it in person. We were all at Boss of Bosses together and he was just like talking shit about half the athletes that are right behind him Bigger than him on um, God knows how much stuff. Look like at they'd tear his head off. No. And I'm like, right behind he's like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shit.
6: Okay. How old is this All right.
2: He's young. He's 22? 21, 22. Yeah. Right. He's young. He's gonna. We we made him one of them him now. Yeah. yeah you, should. you should. He's a good follow. He's
1: yeah. always entertaining. <laughs> wow. That's for sure. But He's gonna be one of the judges at our, our meet in February. Yeah. Right. Is the other guy gonna come? Steps,
2: no. The other, the other guy's, no. guys not no. coming. No. Well, your main, him. yeah, yeah, he, he wanted in to a fly. Few week's that, time, yeah, he wanted yeah, to fly down awesome. to help us out. He wrapped like Marcus's in a bunch of the team's knees. He just goes up to meet them and not competing and helps out.
5: Wow. Okay, we're really not down with that powerlifting gossip.
2: Oh, man.
1: We'll get you all we'll set you you up. You don't, you don't okay.
2: powerlifting gossip? Just nah. tune in to the last 10 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah, but of but every podcast. Give me some of your powerlifting gossip. gossip.
4: <laughs> yeah, you have Aussie powerlifting gossip? <laughs> I don't really. There's always like something going on in powerlifting communities, we're especially in, America. in Australia. But in America, like the powerlifting community is a lot bigger. We've discussed yeah, that. Much bigger. So, what you're talking about to me, it makes me think, are these guys actually friends? No. no, these so, guys. So oftentimes
1: there's there fake beef. Right, yeah. That just to like drum up interest and right. stuff. What, what, but that one other one I saw
4: was, was um, uh, Wong versus Joe Sullivan many years ago. Oh, yeah. And they were like. About to, you know, talking about hitting on each other's girls. And, <laughs> and I'm like- Jordan Wong? Jordan Wong. Oh, he's yeah. a major troll. He's a major yeah, troll. But lives fl- like an hour and a half north from us. He's, he's a Florida north. guy yeah. too. It turned out they were friends. Okay. I mean, because yeah, I'm yeah. in Australia and these guys are in America- yeah, they like, oh, they're gonna like, gonna fucking kill each other. <laughs> Man, they were getting deep with with like the insults. Yeah. Uh, like if you said towards me, it's like, this guy is trying to have a fist fight with me. Right, <laughs> uh, right, right, right. But, but it ended up they were friends. And that's the first thing I mm. thought when you were speaking about this- yeah, but no, it's not the case with this one. I think, I think yeah. it's I don't think actually one... good uh, good marketing for them, right? If they're it, trying it to was. grow,
2: you know? They're A- probably... and, absolutely. and they're so
0: fun to follow.
2: When, it when was. when people have
0: Instagram Instagram yeah. beef.
2: Oh
1: yeah.
0: It's
2: fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've
0: always wanted to start some Instagram beef and he did never let me. <laughs> Who would you start it
1: with? <laughs> 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 Hayden Best Hayden but then if I
2: try, she never
4: wants to fire me. But the other the other person has to be in on it, right? Would you do it and they're not in on it?
0: I don't care. But you're right, also okay. she you're also so much. What are you talking about?
4: <laughs> I feel like you're in a
1: position where you can't get involved in that because when you're the best, no one's taking your side. Like yeah, any you will be the, the bad guy for sure. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. You're you know? the bully. You're the
4: bully right away. Yeah, you know You what? can't punch down. I have got some gossip, actually. Ooh. Half Thor Beyonson, Eddie.
6: Oh yeah, Are
4: gonna have a boxing fight. Yeah, boxing come on. Fight, yeah. Oh, I haven't heard of it. They're way, yeah. there way there's too, like, too big for that. There's uh-huh. like memes uh-huh. and everything. 2021, uh-huh. so That's basically. Not end well. Well, I think it will end Thor well. Thor is both going them, to. Uh, in terms of how much they're gonna get from it, because sure. I'd pay to see that. Yeah. So, so what happened was um, Eddie Hall just was a doing a thing. QA on YouTube, and someone asked him the question Do you think you'd beat Half Thor in a fight? And he was quite diplomatic in his response and said, you know, Thor's a, a beast, he's a strong guy, he's huge, he's a genetic freak, but I'm always going to back myself and I say I'm going to beat him. The next video from Thor's YouTube was, you know, he laughed at the guy, he's like, he's only six foot three. <laughs> <laughs> this little guy thinks he can beat me. Let's do it, Eddie. Little guy, yeah. Six, three. Imagine How tall is Thor?
0: Six foot six nine, nine. So,
4: 205 centimetres. Uh, versus 190 Team, Thor. Yes, Team, Thor. <laughs> Team Thor! Team Thor! Team Thor! Team Thor! And then the next video, so if you go and look at Eddie Hall's recent YouTube, there's actually a cartoon video of of Eddie that obviously he made, his own bias with it, beating up Thor in the cartoon. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they're going to do it. It's going to happen. Twenty twenty one. Well, so, so uh, Thor's call-out was, listen, I know you can respect I'm training for the Strongman events, when that finishes, which is going to be at the end of this year, twenty twenty one, let's do it. So it's in discussion, wow. um, and I guess they have to find the, the date and place and time. And did, and did you see the the recent thing with the two YouTube guys who did that? No. He yes, made did. like
1: 70 million or that something like that. What is that? Yeah. Goes Who they? Two. What's Let's do it,
5: Steffi. Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what's
1: laughs>
5: you two against me. <laughs> yes. okay. do we're taking you one? on. It's on. Two
6: against
4: the, one winning the, the, the blonde about. guy. What's his name? He's Logan, Logan brother. Paul. Logan Paul. Paul. He's like, the oh, second highest paid YouTuber in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he makes 22 million a year or something like that from his YouTube account. crazy. And he made 70. That's what yes, that's serious? what I think
1: the figure that I heard, yeah. Amazing. Well, it's and worth it. I'd get beat up for that. <laughs>
6: yeah, for sure, <laughs>
1: absolutely, for sure. But I'm, I think, like they should promote it themselves, and you know, I think they could work. something. they think, could make a I lot of money off that fight. Well. I think
4: I agree because, like, I'd pay to see it. What about you guys? Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd pay like to that's see, two yeah.
1: strongest guys,
4: the two yeah. strongest men in the world Fighting? that has ever lived. Like it's always <laughs> a debate who's stronger, and and those guys are the two names that always come up as the strongest people who have ever walked on this planet. Yeah. yeah and they're about to have fist fight. Like, team uh, I don't team
0: this, do they have actual beef?
4: In, in a boxing room with boxing gloves, they, they want to do it like legally. No, they're do not- they
0: have actual beef?
4: What's- there has been. Like between bad blood. There, there has been mm-hmm. bad blood between them. Um, I believe... Some of it has been resolved, but there's always a little there. bit that there makes them a want to fight. They're competitors. Yeah. They're, they're competitors if at you, the highest level. If it's your best level. friend, you're not going to be like, "All right, let's go at it so easily." Who, right? Whoever, I mean, yeah. whoever wins <laughs>
5: for seventy million, <laughs> 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 whoever wins it
4: is going to be pretty satisfied. Yeah. yeah, put it that way. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my money's on Thor. Always is. Always ne- is. 100%. Never bet against Thor. That's rule number one with with <laughs> the strength game. I know this isn't the strength game, but something interesting. He's got one of his uh, training partners. It's a guy called Skuli. He's a pro boxer. And go back on YouTube and you'll find it somewhere Thor actually had a fight with him in a boxing ring with gloves. And this guy's a good boxer. He's also about six foot three. He's a big fat guy and he's just a beast. Mm-hmm. And Thor beat him up. Thor's not a fighter, but he's just his reach and everything is just the the weight of his hands. And this guy said he had his head was ringing for a week. Copy hits and this guy's tough. Whoever loses to be severely damaged. Yeah, absolutely. I I I really believe that Thor has the athleticism as well. So Mm. Thor came from a basketball background, and and you know I feel like it'd be a quick fight.
2: It's whoever gets the right punch quick enough. Well, the
1: heavyweight fights don't usually last that long anyway. Yeah,
4: it it could be a knockout, or it could be so like. I don't want to say this to lose hype around the the, the fight, but heavyweights get gas real quick. Yeah. But They're not Thor. Thor's Thor, Thor, I mean, so
1: fit. Whoa. Yeah. No, but I mean even for, in the UFC, guy. guys who
4: are training for that, they even
1: yeah, get gas. Yeah, it's not, like the little, little little not like the
5: little lightweight 60 kilos. If it, if it goes
4: <laughs> – I'll tell you how I would run it if I was the promoter of the show. I'd do one minute rounds. <laughs> That's the promoter. <laughs> I would do one minute rounds because a three minute round with these guys, they're going to get gassed. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, when I saw, especially Eddie, I don't believe Eddie's anywhere near as fit as Half Thor. After every event at World's Strongest Man, Eddie's walking off with a, with a mask with an oxygen mask. Mm. Um, yeah.
6: How's
4: you, how's you because this? oh man, like the 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 level that these guys are lifting at. So so now they're going into an endurance event. It's, That's wild. It, it'll be it'll be boring if it goes beyond the first couple of rounds. Sure. I okay. Hope yeah. yeah. I hope they hey, Florida just Stay tuned. Stay
5: tuned. Florida, Florida man? man, but we. The West camera's Tiana. gonna die. <laughs> the camera's gonna die. For <laughs> we we, we lost one. Florida man. Can I just ask? Is Florida man one person or is Florida <laughs> man?
2: <laughs> no, they Google it. Like this is so confusing. No, no. So, so, yeah, so there was it, a I challenge. A guy, I explain this every so often. One? So there's a explain challenge like a year or two where if you search. Florida man yeah, followed birthday. by your date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's guaranteed to be guaranteed to be a news story of some kind of crazy article of some man from Florida doing something okay, insane. Did you arrested. guys start this
5: yourselves? Yeah, for no, the podcast. No, yeah no.
2: That, that that trend from back then. No. But what's okay. your right. What's your
5: birthday? Seventeenth of the second. Huh? Do I need to say 17th to you. February. Oh,
3: February.
2: oh you Excuse say me. the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> Sorry,
3: second of the Florida 17th. man.
0: February seventeenth. No, no, seventeen, babe, seventeen. How? how what? February 17. How did we get second?
3: Because
1: the second <laughs> because month
0: because is February. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> you you
1: heard the date from the Queen over here.
0: Oh, all right. Okay, what happened? Uh, pasa? A Clearwater person, a Florida man, hold on, has been charged with pointing a laser at a law enforcement helicopter. Wow. Like
1: a laser pointer? <laughs> like yeah. oh, what a did it bring has. it
0: down? No, it's just like
1: one of those things you make your dog chase. That's so dangerous. (laughs) He
0: was charged with felony misuse of a laser lighting device and held at the county jail. Felony. He had a bond at well, yeah, $25,000. Are you $1> can't $1> mess with
4: the cops like it's that. A, are you
0: serious? It's it's a a
4: boring offence, though. Imagine getting charged and all the jail Can inmates say you. Can you check my one? I want to say what, what did you what, do? What, what are you here you for? have yeah. I had a May fucking sniper. I was in to kill them. Yeah.
5: <laughs> all right, what's our current Hold Florida on. man? Wait, I'm introing We're it. checking my Hybrid 17. Unlimited, Florida Man by Felicia Johnson. Felicia uh, Oreb.
0: You've done Florida Man is behind bars after Authority say. He hit multiple civilian cars and multiple sheriff's patrol cars during a high speed chase. Can I just say, like, I feel like it's quite suited to our
3: birthdays. (laughs) Like, you would do the laser. I would and never I do would anything bad, yeah, ever. But like, if we
5: were bad people. <coughs> no, 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 no. You can go and do that one. I'm not like that, <laughs> that at all. That,
4: that is the extent of how bad you would be. You would point a laser at someone.
5: You would never <laughs> do anything. That's
4: as bad as it would get. Exactly. I
5: would not even. <laughs> you <with> my laser.
2: <laughs>
4: exactly. and I apologize immediately after. <laughs>
5: exactly. I would not use a laser. And here I am, run people. <laughs> <laughs> you would not. No, you would, would not. would never.
3: Okay, that was good.
5: <laughs> do you want to tell us our current Florida man today? Is
1: it today or is Sweet. Just recent. Just recent. So, a Florida man was charged for throwing an alligator into a white beast's drive. To- <laughs> and wow. No. Got with you guys, you no. have some scary wow. people here. That's the most Florida thing you could ever that do.
5: Is yeah. Just the alligator.
2: Dude, I yeah. wish Steve Irwin was here to save them. Wow.
5: Yeah, you know I mean? well, the Aussies are here, but <laughs> <laughs> we ain't saving you from that bloody alligator. You don't wrestle crikey's? <laughs> no.
2: Oh, way. I he got the voice? Yeah. A crikey. <laughs> cri- cri- it's cri- getting better. Is not a it's thing, getting better. Man. <laughs>
5: How
2: do you
5: say crocodile? A crocodile? No, oh. a croc.
6: Say it with your accent. A croc.
5: A croc.
4: A croc. A croc. No, no you stop British. talking like crocodile. an English crocodile. person. Ah, one day I'll get crocodile. it. Crocodile.
5: One day I'll get it. Yes. Crikey, mate.
4: We don't have like full on Aussie accents. Crocodile.
5: We do. You yeah. always say to me, Tone down your accent.
4: No, you, you get t- embarrassed. Tone down your Australianisms. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I'm oh, very like Aussie. like as
3: in?
4: The, like you say Australian your words. The, yeah, the they're lingo. not English words, they're like, Australian I mean, words. Actually,
3: last time when we were here, we had a really funny discussion about yeah. that. But like, there's quite a language barrier between us. Do you know, although, we're, although we're both speaking English slang, to each it's other. It's slang, just different slang. Yeah, you just like hey, mix
1: in these fun little words for regular your stuff.
3: What's your favourite Aussie
5: Car, word?
1: Car, park, buggy, lift. Those okay, jumper.
5: Like, yeah. He's like, what's jumper? a jumper? jumper. Yeah, a jumper. Okay, do you know what Chucky U-E is?
1: Like make a U-turn? Yes. yes. Do you
5: know what I'm so spewing?
1: No.
2: If I, if, I, if, I was, if I was spewing, <laughs> if I was spewing, I'm spewing angry. with you. Angry, yeah, okay. angry, angry. Uh, Very good. Uh,
5: What's another one that I say?
2: Well, we we would say steaming. steaming.
6: Really? Oh, okay. I, like you're what so angry that like well, you're you're spewing, spewing steam. you're steaming. You what, know what, about what
3: about if I know? No, no. I know. I got Okay, go, go, go. What happens if you take the piss out of me? I know what it
1: means because you've told me. Oh,
3: then that sucks. But I'm taking the piss out of you. You're annoying
5: me.
4: You're a fucking pisser. No. I don't
3: taking
5: know. the
4: piss out of you. If I'm she's taking the piss out of you. Making fun of you. Make, means she's making okay, fun
5: wait, you. I got one, I got one, I got one.
3: <laughs> Go.
4: Oh, no, oh, I've got, got the shits with you. I've
3: got the shits with you. That's what
5: I
4: was what trying to say. Mean? I've got the shits if with I, you. I, if I have the shits with I've you, I'm going to buy you like a beef. It means I'm angry with you. I'm angry with, I'm you. Angry with yeah. you. So it doesn't, okay, well, the most common misinterpretation is I've got diarrhoea with
6: you. <laughs> <laughs> T- diarrhoea together. <laughs>
4: yeah. Both of these sounded kind of kinky.
6: <laughs> oh, well, I don't know about your kinks.
4: I think Someone's that's called, kinks. I think that's called scat. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not into no. that in Australia. We?
3: We've got the shits with you. I, just before we came in here, I said to
0: Steffi, I need to do a wee. What was your interpretation of what I said? No, the problem was that I didn't understand what the hell you were saying. So what did I and say? And in my... Brain, it sounded like, Where's the wall? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to ask her to say it's like
3: seven times. Slow oh, down. Slow
4: it down. Slow <laughs> it Look, down. I also
3: think that we speak quite fast. I mean, I speak pretty slowly but aussies in general speak quite fast so have you
5: guys understood everything that we have said on this podcast oh
4: i mean we're fluent now (laughs) leave a comment below (laughs) you're used to
5: us you're used to us you know our lingo stay tuned
4: something that i know now because i've we go to europe a lot i know we've been like like when i say i've got the shits and i keep on talking and people europeans look at me and they just keep laughing i'm like Mm -hmm. hang on a second
6: Do you You know what it means when I said
4: (laughs) shits and they're like diarrhea? I'm like, man, this guy thinks i just shit myself. And he's laughing at me. Which you might have. That's not what I meant though. (laughs) If I did, I wouldn't tell you. (laughs) Not now anyway. They wouldn't notice. But I mean, I think people just, they're just used to being polite and and social people that they'll just laugh and continue with the conversation and hope that it kind of makes sense later on. So anyway,
5: when are you guys coming to Australia next? (laughs) I don't know. Come
0: back. Come back. It's so so far.
5: It is so far. 22 hours back home. March,
0: March March 2020. For a I didn't get invited. Oh, I didn't get an invite. Yeah, I need to get an invite. Oh,
2: uh, uh, right, right, right. that's right, Who? it's okay. stiffy color. Right. She, she's, right. she's doing the hybrid showdown, which All I right. didn't even send her a formal invite. Yeah, I yeah, wish she, we were she, she invited? <laughs> no, back. I didn't send her a formal invite. She, <laughs> she, went went she Look at that.
0: That's the only meet
2: she'll do without an invite. And even if you
0: text her, she's not gonna respond to you anyway. no, 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 I'll respond. It's on my own. Thing. Actually, I still need, I still need to
2: collect her registration money. Uh-huh. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> what? Your registration you. money. I'll
5: pay you. I <laughs> wish we were coming. I want to come to the hybrid oh, well, show. I'm going to be here. You know, Diana's going to be here for it. I'll
3: represent for us.
4: So what date right. is it? What date is B-B-B- it? February second.
3: Representing <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: hybrid showdown. Well, good okay, luck, Okay, yes, yeah, seriously, I'm so hungry. All right, what are <laughs> you want? seriously? Can you
2: give a nice outro? This is giving people bad. No, taste. she just
5: wants to eat. She doesn't care about people. You mean you? Yes. Okay. She's like, I don't care All who right. is here. You no, get that
1: Scarface was- looking look off your face.
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at jewelry, mate. All right, let's do this. Do your She's outro.
5: shopping. She's, so She's ready to
1: eat. Just so rude. <laughs> go.
5: We know she loves us. She just tries to play. She's playing hard to get with us. This okay. is what she does.
1: Ready, set,
2: go, outro. Yeah, you got to rap. I
1: know how to rap. Bye, guys. I know wrap, right. wrap, Bye,
0: guys. Wrap, baby. Because apparently Alex doesn't like my rapping job. Guys, oh. thank you
2: so much for tuning into this episode of Hybrid Unlimited. Uh, we appreciate you guys being on. It was Thank a pleasure. Thank you for we having us. That was so much us.
0: fun.
4: Thank you. Where can we find you guys on social media? At Australian Strength Coach.
0: At Baseball oh, No, 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 no. Oh, that was way too fast. People don't understand that. People want to understand that.
4: Oh, at Australian Strength Coach. Thank you. <laughs> on at. Ins- oh, that's on Instagram. On, at. U- on YouTube, it's just at. Australian Strength Coach. <laughs> At I do have a YouTube channel.
5: <laughs> I just said at 500 <laughs> I, won't, I
4: won't cut okay, you off. Okay, okay.
5: At, at, at Basebody Babes, B-A-S-E-B-O-D-Y-B-A-B-E-S.
2: Thank you. Well,
3: thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. Thank
5: Thanks you. for having us, guys. We love you. Let's go, go you eat. Too. Bye. Bye. Bye.
6: <laughs> Wait, what's
0: that? How do we do it? Tequila lime. Tequila lime. <laughs>